0: Amen. Well, Happy New Year. It's good to see you guys. Y'all look amazing this morning. Um, I had to dress up because I knew y'all are going to be dressing up. So I did want to share with you, we got some amazing group life opportunities coming up. We're going to start in about six weeks. We're going to launch a, a bunch of new no groups. God's got a lot of great things um, set aside for us. We've got a lot of um, leaders that are being trained right now to, to, to lead those groups. So I, encu- I encourage you guys to sign up at anywhere at the back of the sanctuary. You see these tables and there's grow, serve, and no banners. Between those banners, there's um, 13 different node groups we've got set up for you guys to sign up for. This year's going to be doing some amazing things. We'll explain some of those here in a minute. But I want to share something with you that my um, very astute and studious and lovely wife um, found for me yesterday. That She said, hey, you ought to read this. And so when your wife says you ought to do something, guess what? You probably ought to do it. And so i learned that the hard way over the years, but um, I I have learned that. Um, I want to encourage you in this. Larissa's study said that we retain 10% or we learn 10% of what we read. 20% 20% of what we hear, 30% of what we see, 50% of what we see and hear, 70% of what we discuss. So you can see the exponential growth there is when you take something and you, like with these grow groups, you sit down around, around a subject, you sit around around a study that we're doing together, and you don't just hear it, you don't just see it, but you discuss it. When it comes out of your mouth and comes out of somebody's mouth back into you, and you can set, you retain 70% of that. So how, what does that do for your spiritual growth? It just multiplies it greatly so I want to encourage you and then on top of that for those of us that um are getting are getting bolder in our faith you you um re, you learn 80 percent of what you experience and then 90 95 percent of what you teach so keep that in mind I mean on, if you're gonna if you're gonna learn it you go, and you think that's funny well how, how how can you not know it before you teach it well welcome to ministry a lot of times you get up here and God tells you things and shows you things to speak and you don't learn it until you're giving it out yourself the Holy Spirit's revealing to you right as it comes not that you don't prepare, not that you don't study, but a lot of times you don't really grasp something until you've seen it come back out of your mouth and teach it. Then it becomes even further revelation to you because the anointing of God's on it in that, that aspect as well. So I want to encourage you, these, these no groups aren't just for you to, um, to not enjoy, for you, for you just to say, oh, well, I don't want to study that right now. Or no, they're for you to, to get fulfillment in, to for you to step out and um, begin to discuss and realize, you know what, I've got something to offer. I've got something that can come out of my mouth against speaking to somebody else, whether you're the quote-unquote leader of the group or not. There's some things that you will learn through discussion that you'll take into your workplaces, that you'll take into your families, that you'll apply to your everyday life that will help you be fulfilled and grow exponentially in the calling that God's got upon your life for you to do those things that he's called you to do, not just here at the church, but all, all, wherever, wherever he takes you throughout your, throughout your life. So um, as we get on, um, is, is our slide back there for the, um, the, the no groups? We'll, we can put that up there. Um, but, uh, uh, but anyways, I'm going to introduce these groups really quick that... Uh, that we got, we got started, but um, we're going to lead um, one called Hosting the Presence by Bill Johnson. You just saw him up there on the screen. Um, these are all groups that we've um, prayed about. We've, we've sought after God, things that we think will be very foundational for your life. Hosting the Presence, by where you learn that there's an open heaven over your life, that God has got things that's pouring upon your life, and there's an authority in your life to release God's presence into the, th- into the things that are going on around you. We have The God I Never Knew by Robert Morris, or formerly known as uh, My Best Friend the Holy Spirit. Um, there's not a better teaching out there, in my opinion, anywhere, on, on this, the, the basics of what the Holy Spirit is can be in your life. You know, who He is, who He can be, who He wants to do, the things of the gifts that He's got for you. It's very foundational, and for, I believe for any Christian, it's something that should be a, a mandatory study in your life. It, it, it's very simple. Robert Morris is an amazing teacher, and he speaks those things out that will um, be a blessing into your life. They'll help you grow in who, who the Holy Spirit is and how He can guide you through every day of your life. Then, also by Robert Morris, doing the blessed life. Um, it'll talk about, um, the, the lifestyle that you can get through, uh, through living a lifestyle of generous giving, you know, and as you begin to understand is one of the foundational things you learn as a Christian is that, you know, God loved the world that he gave. And so if we've got Christ in us, we're going to be giving people, not just in finances, but we're going to be generous people in every area of our life. And so you can live a lifestyle of victory through generous giving. And so, um, financial peace university is one we're going to offer as well. Um, this one, if you have taken this before, it will set you on a course. It will put tools in your life. Um, Dave Ramsey does an amazing job of teaching you how to, how to put things aside and how to put things in a place financially to where you are prepared for emergencies, to where you're prepared and, and to make wise choices when financial situations come along. So um, that one's going to be available as well. Um, through our, we have a couple through our Freedom Department that we're going to be offering. One is Marriage on the Rock. Um, if, you, if you're going through some things in your marriage, you want your marriage to be stronger. Um, this will equip you and your spouse together to walk through, the, to walk through these um, these steps to help you become more solid in your marriage, how to communicate properly with one another, how to be the kind of spouse that you need to be, and how to help your spouse be the kind of spouse they need to be back to you. And so I'm pl- planning on being in that one. Um, that one is, that one is um, if you've taken it before, you might think, well, that was, that was so long and that was so dry and that was so hard they've done a they've done a group one now that's um, set up in smaller sessions and it's amazing it's really it's really it's really a lot of fun and so um, we've had a great success with that last semester and we look forward to that again this spring semester so plan on being a part of that if you want to make see your marriage get to a place of of even greater than what it already is um another one through the freedom department's called free indeed by by robert morris and it talks about how you can live i um, free from anything that's trying to hold you back those things that in life try to grab on hold of you and try to weigh you down and, and sometimes you don't even realize it but as as time goes on all of a sudden it's like, why, why, is things, why are things so heavy? Why, are things, what, what, why can I not push into this next level? Why can I not seem to go further with God? Well, Free Indeed will help you shuck those things that are in your life that are trying to um, become hindrances, hindrances to you. So also, um, the next one, we've got Guardrails by Andy, St- Annie Stanley. This is one of the most amazing practical tools that you, you can get as far as um, setting up healthy boundaries in your life. You know, a lot of, a lot of us, uh, we understand, okay, where, how much TV should I watch? How much time should I spend with certain people? How much time should I spend doing this? Stuff? Well, how should I do with my money? What should, what should I put my money into? Well, Andy Stanley does an amazing practical job of teaching you how to take and set up healthy boundaries so that you don't fall off, off in the ditch one way or the other. And that's what a guardrail on a road is for, to keep you from going off over the cliff, to help you stay, help you stay in the middle. And so if you set up guardrails in your life, it will keep you on, in the middle of the road and on, on the right track as far as um, your Christian walk goes. A new one that we're introducing this this um, this spring is called Live, Love, Lead by Brian by Brian Houston. He's the founder of um, yeah that church Hillsong. Hillsong Church. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> by Hillsong Church down in Australia, and, you've got, and they, they've started a world worldwide ministry. But I mean, he's talking about how you can overcome mistakes of your past and become a, a, a powerful leader in the kingdom. There's our slide. Thank you, Jesus. It's up there. And then we got um, of course we're offering again our, our men's sermon study. And that, that's going to be a group where they take Pastor Joel's sermon on Sunday morning. They just take the outline, they sit down, and they, they talk about it over, over um, coffee, tea, and water, whatever you want. Um, same thing, women's sermon study. They need once a month. They're going to they're gonna do the same thing. They're going to take Pastor Joel's sermon, and the ladies are going to sit around and discuss and um, grow, grow in, in the knowledge of God and take the Sunday morning message and not just let's do it on Sunday morning, but study it further and, and glean more out of it. Um, there's Generation Jesus that. Um, pastor hunter leads it's gonna uh, for 18 to 30 year olds it's a young adult ministry that is doing this amazing things that they're gonna um, be studying the book of um, song of solomon this this um this coming this coming spring and then we also have um overflow it's um a, the ladies group they're also the, that group is also gonna be they meet twice a week they're also gonna be going through um, um the god i never knew as well so that's gonna be a, a great study and then <laughs> um the father's heart it's gonna be a study on knowing the heart of god for your life and a lot of us have these ideas of what a, what, what a father is based upon what our, how, our, how, how good or bad our earthly father was. And no matter how good your earthly father was or how bad your earthly father was, he doesn't measure up to God. Amen. And so we can know what the true heart of a, a benevolent, loving, giving father wants to be in our life, and that's who, that's who God is to us. So, um, these are some amazing things to be going on this spring. I look forward to um, seeing you all get involved. Like I said, the sign-up sheets are all across the back, and I'll be standing up by the group left um, area out there. So look forward to talking to you after the service if you've got any questions. But, um, we will be announcing a lot of the times and days in the very near future, but I look forward to seeing you guys all become part of a, a, a no group, and I look forward to s- w- walking through what God's going to do for you this spring as you grow in Him and discuss things with others. Remember, you retain 75% of what you discussed, so um, let's get ready to talk about the Word of God, amen, and
1: learn yeah. Yeah. Come on, y'all give Pastor Jeff an amazing hand clap. He's doing an awesome job organizing some no groups and. And we, we were so focused last year, at the end of the last year, or starting in July last year, of how do we develop next steps in getting people onboarded into the church? And we realized this, once we get you through next steps, we gotta have you something to next step into. Right? And so we know we got a lot of opportunities to serve at The Way Bible Church. And so you can serve on the, the worship team with kids department, with TWBC Connect. You can serve as greeters. You can serve in, in multiple areas in student ministries and, and things like that. But one of the main serve areas that, that we want you to serve in is serving in a group life area of, of serving, growing, and knowing. And so these are some opportunities for you to be able to, if, you're not, if you don't feel qualified to necessarily lead out and teach a course, we still need host homes. We need uh, businesses that will open up their businesses for us to meet at and, and places for all these things to happen. So you have an opportunity to step in to a no group, even if you're not teaching at the no group. And so I'm excited about all the no groups that, that are listed up there. And, hey, after church this morning, go out and talk to Pastor Jeff if you need some more information on some of these. Also, you can pull up the app, the TWBCSS app. Sorry, those are my kids' kid check stickers. Um <laughs> You can pull up the TWBCSS app and you can look at all these things as well. Also, if you're curious about them, just uh, uh, take a picture of the slide and then go Google them yourself. Find out what these studies are about. Pray about which one you are supposed to be involved in. And we are going to make such an effort this year to give you every opportunity to take your first step into next steps and then find your next step into something. If by the end of 2019, you're not in a group of some kind somewhere, I I don't know what else we can do where we're going to have so many opportunities to get you involved into where God would have you grow in Him and become who He's called you to be. Man, it's going to be the most amazing, miraculous year we've ever experienced. And so we're gearing up for some awesome, awesome group life opportunities. And so open up your Bibles this morning to the Gospel of Matthew. The Gospel of Matthew chapter number 4. And as you're turning there, um, I I want to talk about this Connect card again just for a second. As many of you know, um, we started 21 days of prayer and fasting today. Amen. Woo! Come on, give God a good hand clap of praise. 21 days of prayer and fasting. Man, this is what believers do. We live differently. We act differently. We look differently because we are different. We got Jesus Christ on the inside of us. And so, hey, we got two of these in the back of every single chair. And so what I want you to do as you're jumping into 21 days of prayer and fasting today, how can we stand with you? I'd like you to do this if you have just a second. Pull out that card that's in front of you. Tear off the top section, just like that. And then how can we stand with you in prayer? Just write down what you're believing God for. You don't even have to put your name. Write down what you're believing God to do in your life in 2019. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what I'm believing for God to do in my life in 2019. I want him to become the God of miracles in my life. I want to be able to believe God the way I read about people in the Bible believing God and seeing what they did and the results that they got. I want the same thing. You know, when I read Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, I love that account in Scripture of what they went through. And, but as they went through it, I heard this teaching years ago, and, and I believe it was by Pastor Jeff. He, he mentioned this in a message. He said, how in the world, when they heat the fire up so hot, Do they not get burned up? Well, the only way that's possible is if the fire on the inside of you is hotter than the fire on the outside of you. You know, I want the fire on the inside of me to be burning so hot that it doesn't matter what fire I'm going through on the outside that I am that overcomer, that more than a conqueror that we talk about all the time. When I read the accounts of Paul and the Bible and the things that he went through and how he endured and how he pressed on to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ, I want to be among one of those people and call me weird for wanting to be that, but hey, I'm still believing he is the God that I read about when I was five years old, that I read about when I was 15 years old, that I read about when I was 25 years old that I'm still reading about now and I'm not going to mention my age, hallelujah, amen. But he's still that same God. He's still that God. And you know, I want to experience him with faith like a child once again. So in my life, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I want God to be. I want God to be the God of miracles in my life. I want him to be the God of miracles in your life. I want him to be the God of miracles in this church. I want God to do so much in our church this year that we can only look back at the end of 2019 and say, that was only God. Because there's no other way we could have done it, got there, been there, went through it, and and accomplished it other than the power of Almighty God. And so when we watch that video this morning, God of Miracles, it's what I'm believing for. That's what I want. I wanted to start 2019 out with the cadence, the song, the the, the mantra, the 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 what I believe God's mandate from heaven on TWVC is for this year. And it's to show this region, to show this four-state area that He's still the God of miracles. He can restore the worst of the worst situation and make it amazing. He can do anything. Because he's still God. And in, a, and in a nation that we live in that I love greatly, but is downplaying the power of God exponentially, I want to display the power of God. And you know, I love what Paul writes the most. He said, I did not come to you with eloquence of speech, but I came to you with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. If they're going to try and silence our speech, well, let's just show them the anointing. Come on, can I get an amen on that? If our speech is going to try and be silenced, let's just show them the anointing. The Bible says just lay your hands on the sick and they'll recover. It didn't even say you had to pray. So so I want to get to that God again. I want him to be that active in my life again. And as I said last week, I'm tired of going into hospitals hospitals and praying for people to die instead of to live, (laughs) right? Lord, if it be your will to take them home, I'm tired of praying those prayers. I want to see the God of miracles again. And I want God to do something amazing in your life. And that's what 21 days of prayer and fasting is all about. And so if you want us to stand with you and pray with you, and this is what our staff meeting is going to be about tomorrow uh, at TWBC, all we're going to do after about 15 minutes of going over a calendar is we're going to pray for the next hour and 15 minutes over every one of these cards. And we're going to pray for them. We're going to lay our hands on each one of them. And we're going to call it out. And so if you want to put your name, put your name. If you don't, don't. But we're going to put whatever's on there. We're going to literally do this with every card. And we're going to lift it up before the Father. And over the next 21 days as a staff, we're going to continue to do this. We're going to to pray for the people of TWBC that are standing and believing God for breakthrough. And you know what? The Bible says we're just too agree upon it as touching anything. It shall be done for them. And so everybody, if you would, real quick, grab that card out of the chair in front of you. Fill out whatever you are believing God for and put it in one of those offering um, or or mailboxes on the back wall that got the big W on it. Open it up. Just drop it in there. We'll get them all out tomorrow morning. And we're going to pray over these and we're going to watch God do something amazing in the next 21 days. And so um, if you didn't start out um, on 21 days of prayer and fasting just like you would imagine, hey, start right now. Start right now this morning and go through January 27th at nine, whatever 9:39 in the morning, and watch what God can do when you give 21 days to Him throughout the first part of this year. And so, so as you open up your Bibles to John, cha- or, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter number four, verse number 18, I love this passage of Scripture. I love it because this is when Jesus began to call the first disciples. And you know, I I know that when we begin to study next steps and we go through this all next week, which I am so excited about, I can't wait to just sit here with you and be a part of the congregation and go through next steps. And I'm even looking forward to what God's going to show me. I'm looking forward to what God's going to reveal to me about myself as I go through next steps about my next step and what he wants me to be. And so it doesn't matter if you're a seasoned believer for years, if you've been here for five days, if you just got born again, I believe there is a next step for you. And so next Sunday morning, we're going to kick this thing off with a bang and watch what, watch what we're going to do with next steps. And so as you found the Gospel of Matthew chapter 4, verse number 18, it says, While walking by the Sea of Galilee... He, talking about Jesus, saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me. Everybody say, follow me. me. He said, follow me, and I will make you, everybody say, make you, fishers of men. Then the next word, is, and I'm gonna stop right there, immediately, immediately. See, they responded immediately. You know, I believe this year in the year 2019 it's going to be the year of immediate response. Not where we process through stuff, not where we think so long on stuff. I believe in wisdom. I believe in processing. I believe in strategies. I believe in lining things out. I believe in having a plan. But I also believe in immediate obedience and immediate response to the call of God. And when Jesus was walking by the sea, he looked at two people and he saw Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew. And they were casting nets out into the sea. And I love how the Bible has to qualify this. For they were fishermen. <laughs> you, you know, you, really, you, you figure that kind of common sense would say if they were casting nets into the sea, they would obviously be fishermen. But for some reason, Jesus and the writers of this gospel, Matthew, wanted to make it so clear what they were doing because I believe following Jesus is really not that hard. It's really actually very simple. The problem is you got to be close enough to hear him close enough to see him, wanting to follow him, and have a heart that says, immediately. And they they dropped their nets and began to follow Jesus. And so as we talk about this just for a second, let's establish what Jesus is trying to do here with the disciples. As he's establishing this, he does two things. And he's establishing the what and the how of this passage and what he's doing. What is the what that he's doing? What Jesus is doing is this, what is Jesus going to do? It's make you fishers of men. So Jesus said, I've got a plan for you, Simon, and I've got a plan for you, Andrew. I've got a plan and it's this, I'm going to make you fishers of men. And here's all it's gonna to take to do that, to make you a fisher of men is simply this, follow me. Aren't you glad he's a God that's that simple? And, and I, I don't know how we have made it so complicated to follow Jesus. I'm not sure how we, in all the, the great technology that we have, and all the great facilities that are out there, and all the amazing things that are going on, I'm not sure how we've made following Jesus so complicated. I want everybody to do me a quick favor, real quick. Everybody stand up. We're going to play a little game right quick. And it's a game that we all played as a kid. How many of y'all remember the game, Simon Says? Do y'all remember that game, the game, Simon Says? You know, and, and so it goes like this, Simon Says, touch your nose. So everybody touches their nose. And if you don't, you got to sit down, right? Or just touch your nose. I, sit down, Jennifer, I saw you touch your nose. I didn't say Simon Says, <laughs> right? I'm just playing Jennifer stand up It's trial round. See, here's the deal. Following Jesus is easy, but we just gotta be close enough to see him, close enough to hear him, close enough to touch him, and we gotta want to follow him immediately. You know, when I was asking y'all to stand, I saw a couple of people roll their eyes like, ah, can't believe he's doing this. I'm 48 years old and I'm playing Simon Says in church. But when the disciples were asked to follow him, what'd they say? Immediately. Immediately. And you know, I'm doing this as a funny illustration because it really is silly. But see how hard we've made the gospel. And the gospel is really not that hard. The gospel is really this. It is what is in your heart. You're just going to go out and share it with the people around you of how Jesus has transformed you. So Simon says, raise your right hand. Simon says, raise your right foot. I'm just kidding, don't do all that because some of y'all are like, Bob didn't leave it. So with your right hand raised, keep your right hand held up. Simon says, raise your right hand. So with that, if God is doing something in your life, you're simply saying, I'm gonna do this. Jesus, I'm your man. Jesus, I'm your woman. Jesus, I'm volunteering now. So you didn't know why you were raising your right hand, but you're volunteering to follow Jesus Christ, amen. You're volunteering to do it. So put your hands down. Stay standing for me if you don't mind. Good. Some of y'all like. (laughs) Simon says, put your hand down. Y'all did good on that one. I was expecting to get a lot more. You got. Here's the deal. The gospel is just like that. The gospel is exactly like the most simple game of Simon says you've ever played, but you simply change the name of the game to Jesus said. Jesus said. What did Jesus say doing his gospels? Jesus said, You'll know, they'll know you're my disciples if you love one another. See, and and I'm I'm one of the biggest people of saying Jesus said, Go and preach the gospel, go and lay your hands on the sick, go and cast out demons, freely you've received, freely give. But the Bible says they'll know you're my disciples when you love one another. And so Simon says, give the person next to you a hug. Love on one another. Come on, man. All right, Simon says, make your way back to your seat. We're the most loving people ever. We're going to be here 30 minutes hugging. People ask us all the time, why don't we do the whole handshake time? Because y'all shook hands for 30 minutes. We couldn't even get service started. Simon says, you can be seated. Or Joel says, whatever you want to do. But I wanted to use this as a simple illustration for this because it simply is that easy following Jesus. It's you got to just have three things. You got to have a heart that's willing to hear his voice, you got to have a heart that wants to hear, you got to have eyes that want to see what God is doing, and you got to want to be a part of what God is doing. See, as we've been all, all throughout the last year developing next steps, and we know that it's this, it's your spiritual formation into what God is calling you to be right here at TWBC. And as we begin to go through all this stuff, don't be, don't be so overwhelmed by the step that you're taking. Just take the step. I want you to just be able to take that one step that basically steps you into where you're called to be. So our heart is that you will always know your next step right here at the Way Bible Church. And as you take your next steps and we go through next steps together, I'm so excited about this because we all get to do it together. You know, there's something to be said about doing it together. And this is why we're so big on these two, uh, these two philosophies in our church, which really are, are one, but, but we're, they're divided into two different things right now. It's next steps in group life, because group life is about this. It's not so much what life you bring to the group. It's when you go to the group, you'll realize how much life there is in groups you'll realize how much life there is in groups. See, a lot of people get under the misconception, if I get involved in group life, it's what do I've got to bring to the group. It's not what you've got to bring to the group. It's when you go to the group, it's what you get from the group. <laughs> it's when you go hang out with other believers of like precious faith, you're gonna be made in the image of God. You're gonna become like him. And when you hang around people who are seeking after and pursuing after God, it has no, uh, there's no way it cannot rub off on you and you become a little bit more hungry, and you become a little bit more of stepping into the power of God, and you become a little bit more knowledgeable but the thing is you've got to take that step and next steps is your first step and then when you're doing next steps we got your next step already in line. Amen. Amen. See because here's the thing at TWBC we never want you to walk around here thinking what's my next step? What's my next step? I don't know where I belong. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know where I would fit. I'm not really sure. If we can always just say, hey, here's simply your next step, you will always be fulfilled in the body of Christ. And Jesus was amazing at this. Jesus told his disciples to simply this, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And so there's two things that that I want to clarify in this, that when he said, follow me, there is a making process that you go through as a disciple. Amen? How many of you want to grow in Christ? Or how many of you just say you want to grow in Christ? See, we find this a lot. There's a lot of people who say they want to grow in Christ, but when it comes down to the making process of growing in Christ, we kind of bail immediately if we get uncomfortable or if we feel weird or if it's putting pressure on us that we're really not not used to spiritually of of pushing us farther into the things and the knowledge and the word and and the ways of God. And I find this funny, it is always okay to learn until you get out of school. (laughs) Right? It seems like when we as adults get out of school, we turn our learning button off because we think we should know everything by by now, but it also transforms over into our spiritual walk where many times when we get out of the habit of learning just cognitive knowledge to just give us fundamentals in the earth, we turn off our spiritual um, um, ability to learn as well for some reason. And so I want us to turn that notch back on. I want us to find that switch and say, flip it forward and say, I'm ready to start learning again. I'm ready to start walking with Jesus again. I'm ready to start knowing him differently again. I want to, when I read the Bible, I want to, when I read Psalm 23, a thing that I memorized as a kid, when I read that, I want to read it differently for the first time ever. Yeah. Amen. But to do that, you've got to flip your learner back on. And somehow, I don't know how we shut it off, but... It seems like just over time it got shut off somehow because we think we get to an age when we're supposed to know everything. But our spiritual side would say this, you cannot exhaust an inexhaustible God, right? You cannot explore the depths of all God because he is all-knowing. And when you get to the end of what you think, you know all about God, then you realize you haven't even begun. I forget what great theologian it was who said it, but he says, the more I know about God, the more I realize I don't know about God. One of the wisest statements ever made. The more I know about God, the more I realize I don't know about God. And I want to know about God. So there is a making process that you're going to go through. And in growing and in making, it is just like when you start the new year on a diet plan, you're going to make some changes. But I want to encourage you to stay consistent to these changes in the body of Christ that you're going to make because God is not trying to take something away from you. He's trying to build you into something that will change your sphere of influence, whether it be your work or your family or your education system or wherever you're at. He's wanting you to truly be who he is in the earth. And so there is a making process that we're going to go through in our spiritual formation. And simply, if you walk with him long enough, you're going to look differently over the course of time. And, and, and I want to be real clear on this. If you walk with him long enough, you will look different over the course of time. I can't walk with Mark for three months and not know anything new about him. I'm going to be different because he'll have an influence on my life. He'll be different because I'll have an influence on his life. And as we just walk together for a three-month time period, over time we're both going to grow in knowledge of one another. Why? Because we just simply decided to walk together. If you open your Bible and just read two or three verses of Scripture every day for the next 21 days, you will be different at the end of 21 days because the Word of God is living and active and is sharper than any double-edged sword. And if God can do that much in 21 days, just think what He can do in the whole year of 2019 when you take take your next step and then just take your next step and then just take your next step and then just take your next step right into the kingdom of God. And I promise if you'll walk with us and we'll walk with you, For the year 2019, at the end of 2019, you'll see a completely different church. You'll see a church that's based on you, not on us. You'll see a church that's based on following the kingdom of God and manifesting the kingdom of God, not just coming here and saying, wow, that was a great message. We'll actually want to empower this region with the power of God rather than just us know the power of God. And you know what? That's what we want to see as staff and leaders of this church is we want to empower you with the power of God to go change the world that, that we're all living in together. And so we understand this. When you begin to find your next step, serving and doing and being a part of the body of Christ becomes fun, right? Now, when you go to your house and say if you're a father and a mother and three kids, 3.2 kids, whatever, maybe you got another one on the way, Right? If that's the case, when you go home, is every moment that you're at home so exciting? (laughs) Corey must have just moved out, I'm just saying. (laughs) Is every single moment so exciting and exhilarating? No, it's family life should be somewhat normal. You got your normal, we got our, our normal. So when you come into the house of God, if you ever have that Sunday where it's like, well, there just wasn't much exciting. It means you're stepping into a new place where the thing that used to be so exciting is becoming normal. The problem is when that becomes normal, you either have a tendency to back away yeah, instead of stepping up into. And, and this is where we failed as leaders as the church. It's we've let people back away because the newness wore off rather than encouraging to, and knowing their next step for them to step up into something, into the next level of their spiritual formation in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And so this is what we're changing this year because we are great as a church at gathering people, getting them here, getting the new, getting the excitement. I love this church. And six months later, it's not so new and exciting. Take the next step up. Take the next step in. Rather than backing away and saying, well, I wonder if this place is really for me. You know, I bet when the disciples were walking with Jesus, there were some moments that they thought, hmm, I could go back home and be a fisherman. But you know what? They decided, I'm following him. I'm following him and I'm going to make my life what he's called it to be. And when you start doing that, God's going to show you a place of fulfillment in your life. That is unparalleled because you simply said, I'm going to take my next step up into what he's called me to do rather than when the excitement of something new wore off, kind of back away a little bit. And so I want to encourage you as we begin to step into next steps this upcoming year, the culture ahead is going to help you do this. It's going to give you the freedom to be unique. It's going to give you the freedom to be you. You know, the worst thing in the world is for you to come into the church building and say, Hey, I love you, but I need you to be this. Well, then you really don't love you. (laughs) Because you're wanting not you, you want this. We want to find out how unique you really are. Because I believe this with all my heart. And I'm not putting this on anybody, so don't run out of here freaked out and thinking you got to do this tomorrow. I believe there's a ministry inside of every person in this building that only you can do. I believe there's somebody, Miss Sandra, that you can touch that I'll never be able to touch, that only you can minister to that that I'll never be able to minister to. Frank, I believe the same thing about you. I believe there's somebody that you'll be able to minister to that I never will in this lifetime. And there's a ministry on the inside of every person in this room. It doesn't mean ministry, you got to go launch a church. It means there's something for you that only you can do. This is why the Bible says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're uniquely made. You've been crafted by God. You've been made by God specifically in a certain way with certain personality types, with certain spiritual giftings, with certain uh, uh, aspects of your potential that only you can reach. But I promise you this, and, and I'm gonna close with, with this statement, I promise you this, you'll never reach them By yourself. You will never reach your full potential as a believer by yourself. There's a reason Jesus didn't choose one and he chose 12. You'll never reach your full potential by yourself. And this is where I want to even encourage people who watch online and stream online. If you you do it because you're at work, great. We love it. We're glad that you're a part of us. We want you to establish this in your life that you're unique, but you can't reach your full potential by yourself. And this is why I love that people can watch us around the world. But I'm going to tell you, if you're watching in another part of the world, find yourself a home church where you're at and continue to watch us. (laughs) Find a group around you because you're not going to reach your full potential by yourself. I'm not going to reach my full potential by myself. I've got to put my life in the hands of people who are going to say, hey, I see God calling you higher. I see what he's doing in your life. And so I want to encourage you that with this, we want to give you the freedom to be unique, but not so unique that you're always by yourself. Come on. I said unique, not weird, right? I'll phrase it bluntly then so we all get it. Yes, sir. I want you to have the freedom to be unique. I don't want you to change your personality. I don't want you to change who you are and how God's gifted you and who he's made. I want you to have the freedom to be unique, but not so unique that you're weird and you think you've got to do it all by yourself because that's weird, Jesus, God even told Adam this. It's not good for you to be alone. (laughs) I'm going to make somebody for you. Right? So you were never meant to do this by yourself. And this year, we vow to you as a staff and as a a church that we are going to give you every opportunity to do this, to find relationship here at TWBC, to find a place of belonging here at TWBC. Now, here's your next step. Okay, are you ready for this? Simon says, are you ready? Raise your right hand, (laughs) right? Here's your next step. You got to be willing to take a step. Sign up for a no group back there, a knowledge-based group. Even if it's just the one that goes over my Sunday morning messages, sign up for a knowledge-based group. And if you're three weeks in and don't like it, good, stick it out the rest of the five weeks. It's an eight-week series, (laughs) right? Grow through your discomfort, It was all fun until then. I just felt it shift. I mean, I just felt the shift. Hey, you know how you really realize who you are? It's not when the times are good, it's in the times of adversity. You know how we knew Jesus Christ was really the Messiah, the Savior of the world? It's not when He fed the 5,000, it's when He died on the cross. It wasn't when he was in his glory, feeding all these people in ministry, it's when he was in all alone, hanging on the cross, dying for you and for me in the midst of the greatest adversity that he would ever face in his lifetime and in the history of all mankind, carrying the sin of the world. In that part of adversity, we found out as the world that this is the Messiah, the Savior of the world. And when the adversity ended, the veil tore from top to bottom. There was an earthquake that happened and even the lost Roman soldier said, surely this was." the Son of God! So here's the deal, if you sign up for a group and it's not for you, good, suck it up! Go there for what you can get out of it, not what you don't like about it. Come on, can I get an amen on this? You know, in a household, in a family, there's a lot of things I got to do around the house, Tim, that I don't want to do. I don't want to do the dishes. Amen. But bless God, dishes got to be done. And thank the Lord, my kids are tall enough to see over the sink now. Start washing your own dishes. Hallelujah. They got a part to play in this house. Okay, quick story, and then I got to shut it down because Pastor Dame is coming to, to, to wrap this thing up. The other day, we were, um, kids were out for a tremendously long time on Christmas break. <laughs> <laughs> all the teachers say no, all the parents say yes. Thank God for Wednesday. <laughs> right? They're out for a tremendously long time. So, we had to find somebody to come over our house and, and, and watch the boys the other day. And as they were coming over, um, I told the boys to go to the cabinet. And I said, You got to get the Clorox wipe and you got to go clean your whole bathroom. And make sure that toilet doesn't stink like a boy toilet because when your sitter comes over tomorrow, she doesn't want to go to the bathroom in a stinky boy toilet. Yeah. Right? This one isn't live streaming, okay? So we're good. (laughs) She doesn't want to use the restroom in a stinky boy toilet. So go get the Clorox wipe and clean your whole bathroom. You know what? They know they're a part of the family, so they got the Clorox wipe and went and cleaned the whole bathroom. Kinda. The best (laughs) they could. And I went there and inspected it, and I called them both back in there, and I said, clean it all again! And you know what? They did it. They didn't like it. It was adversity for them. The Xbox was paused for five minutes. It was adversity for them. Right? Hallelujah. I mean, Mario Kart wasn't working the same, right? I don't know. And so they went over there and they cleaned it. Why? Because they were part of the family. Sometimes God's calling you to be a part of the family. Sometimes he's calling you to be in a group not for you, but for the person he's bringing in the group that only you can minister to. Sometimes he's, calling you, he, he, sometimes he's calling you to be a part of a group not so you can go and learn so much, but because he's calling you to lead out in something, and you don't even know you're called to lead out in something until you get to the group, and then you got something to say, right? And then with that, you're going to have to work up the courage to begin to share, And then that one thing you share may be the one transformational thing that the person in marriage crisis next to you needed to hear to give them hope to go on to the next day. See, the part of America that concerns me the most is everything we do is all about us. And if it's not about us, it's not for us. And what we want to change here in the culture of this region is this. Of course it's not about you. It's about the person next to you. Of course, it's not about Pastor Joel. It's about the people he can pour into. Of course, it's not about developing 60 groups by the end of this year. I keep pushing Jeff's strings. Of course, it's about the people who will be in the 60 groups and how they're going to get a touch from God and how their lives are going to be transformed. So as you sign up for groups today, as we all go through Next Steps the next three weeks, and I'm going to ask you to do this. Look around and find somebody who ain't here this morning and say, you better come to Next Steps. You better be there with me because we're doing this together in 2019. Pastor Damon, come on up this morning. Yeah. And he's going to begin to wrap up this message. Talking say, I'm
2: different. Yeah, I'm different.
1: You got to say, Simon
2: says. Oh, I, man, I'll tell you what. Seriously, are you different? man, you better believe you are different, you are unique, you are set apart, set aside, and called for such a time as this. Amen? Amen. Hey, um, real quick, if we can just put the win slide up there. I made y'all a comic. People keep asking me, like, Damon, exactly what is next step? How does it work? I've been here 10 years. I've been here two days. How does it work? Well, For next week, I I literally made y'all comics and made myself this cheat sheet to where we can walk through what it's like for both a new member and somebody who's been here for a while, but, but today I wanna to go over this real quick. What would TWC, TWBC like to see through next steps? Of course, right off the top, no ifs, ands or buts, buts is a spark fire from the Holy Spirit, amen? Because without that, it's just statistics and, and strategies and logistics and stuff that we do on our job side, amen? So without the fire of the Holy Spirit, those groups mean nothing. Without the fire of the Holy Spirit, you serving in all the departments needed in this church becomes obligation. When you do it for him and not for him. Come on, y'all get with me in this, man. If we'll find out that we can work for him and not the people around us, you will find up, you show up on time. Come on. You'll find that you do the right things. You practice excellence. You do things that you never even thought you had in you. Amen? So uh, a commitment to membership. We're going to see an advancement of TWBC membership. Obviously, if they're going to go through this, they're going to join the church. They're going to believe in what we're doing. And when they join our church, we join them. So that's where we messed up. Don't think it's just well, I'm just becoming another number. I'm just becoming somebody where they can say, you know, it's the biggest church and da 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 da. da. That's not the case. We need each other. That's right. Come on. Come on. We we cannot know you're committed to us. We want to commit to you as a staff. I can promise you, as leadership and as leaders in this room. We want to commit to you. If this is your first time here, we want to commit our everything to you. However, you've got to commit to us. It's just simple like that, right? Three, launch into a new area within group life, whether or not that's an awesome no group that you heard about today, or that's a serve group with a zillion of opportunities that are available, or it's a grow group. You start getting out on kayaks. You start getting out on different things and, grow, and, and growing together, which brings me to something I want you to really, really play close attention to, especially our newer people. I want you to understand that we want to implement, we want to see a buddy system. Yeah. See, so, so often, man, you come, especially our, 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 newer, our new somebody that walks in here that doesn't know anybody, to me, is the bravest person in the world. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine? Walking into this huge church, it's loud, there's people you don't know, and we're all screaming, uh, you know, fired up staff, and they're like, oh gosh, not, not, I didn't know, I didn't know any of this was happening. <laughs> okay, however, if that person, Finds a covenant partner and finds somebody that they know maybe from 10 years ago, maybe for the last five minutes who came and sat down by them. I can promise you it's so easier to show up, to grow up, and to know up when you have a friend, Amen. when you have somebody with you. So understand this. If you do not think something is for you and and, and you're wanting to help in, in children's department, you're wanting to help Corey and youth or what, Hunter and Connect, Whatever it may be, and you like, I don't know about doing this all by myself, grab a friend. First of all, make a friend. Yeah, come on. And grab a friend and, and get into it. A new outlook into these areas you currently serve. These are for my, for my current members. And go forward with excellence for him. So, so often, you may be serving in a place right now, and this is just gonna happen. I wanna tell you this, it's okay. You may be serving in a place right now, the passion's left, the season has ended. However, you're still in there. God honors that, first of all. God honors that. If you're at that place, but know this, there's a new season at hand. Because in order for next steps and in order for this culture to work, there's got to be a lot of movement. When you're ready to leave a season and go into another, not just quit. When you're ready to change seasons into another area, into another group, into another thing within the church, that just means God's going to fill that role with somebody who's actually called to be in there right now. So you'll find you'll take a personality test and you'll take a spiritual role test based on Romans 12. And you'll start finding stuff about yourself that only your wife or husband told you before. And, And those that are closest to you know, but you don't know. Be truthful when you take these and it will revolutionize your life. I can promise you that. So with that being said, to say we're excited about next steps is an understatement. However, these 850 binders, the thousands of dollars it took to make it is nothing without you. Mark, we gotta have you. Each one of you understand this only works with a full house of people wanting more. Come on. Come on, If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, next step should be your next hashtag in anything you do because God has a next step for you that you never thought you ever could play a part in, but he's going to use you in the, in the process of it. Amen? Yeah. Amen. I think they're, yeah, give God a hand clap. It's good. Yeah. Derek, if they're down, you can go ahead, Pastor Derek. As the young people are coming in, remember we're not taking up a formal tithes and offerings. Please drop those in the the mailboxes, drop your prayer requests and those praise reports and anything else that you may have wrote, please drop those back there. Are y'all ready to go be Jesus today? Who else is ready to go be Jesus? There was like this area. Amen. Y'all look good. I'm so proud of y'all. I hope y'all are excited about this, because we know we are. What's up, young people? They got flags. Wave your flag. (laughs) Or not. I feel like they'll hit me with them. Hey, if one of these great kiddos are yours, please come up here and get them. Don't make them chase you down. Other than that, we're about to be dismissed. Let's say a short prayer today. Father God, thank you for everything that you are, everything that you're doing in and through us. I thank you, Father, that you have called us to be unique. You have called us to be different, and you have called us to a place of commitment this year. And so we love you. I thank you, Father. Be with it. Be with all of us during our fasting and, and make you King of kings and Lord of lords. And Jesus, we love you, and all of you say it with me. Amen. Y'all are dismissed. Love you guys.